Hello and welcome to my first episode of Game Consultant. And to start right away, I often do get the question, Ryan, what is a Game Consultant? So last year I started to take my hobby, as I call it, a bit more serious and did start using the title Game Consultant. Throughout the last decade, I have been advising people in the gaming space and and what are two decades it were 2000 to 2020. I always jokingly say that my career started when we had to download games and you still actually had to pay for it. No smartphones yet, actually all web-based and yeah, paying for downloads. Can you actually still remember that? (laughs) Well, yeah, I, I actually do miss those early days, but having said it, I enjoy every new technology and platforms that came to our game space. It has made the game business very challenging. A lot of people are trying to have one of their games to become a leading game and having said that, their studio, a leading studio. Um, All along, I have to say, it was a fun ride and definitely tough moments and super fun times. It made me who I am today and that is actually, yeah, that game consultant. Some actually do do call me a consulier um, since they want me to sit down with them or sit down in meetings and listen. Meetings that they have with management, shareholders or strategic talks internally, externally, it doesn't really matter. Sit, listen and advise. And actually once I do listen and I get the opportunity of asking relevant questions, I can let things sink in and then jump out and, and give my give my advice, my, my thoughts on the matter. And be blunt, that's what they ask. So I do enjoy having vivid discussions about positioning, strategy, and even the storytelling around the company. Yeah, what is a game consultant? Well, let me try to describe how my day actually starts, how it looks like. Um, I won't say it's a 24-7 job. Um, There is a very healthy flow between work and private balance. That's what I call it. But I start the day actually with checking out my latest game news that I have on my tabs on my computer. Uh, It it varies from GamesBeat, Pocket Gamer, Games Industry. I have search searches in Google. So all that together is giving me an idea of what is happening, trends, innovations, and so on. Sometimes uh, articles do mention people that I know. So the first thing I will do is reach out to them, congratulate them, or ask them more background. So I'm completely up to par. Usual, I do have a few calls uh, scheduled throughout the day. Uh, I'm trying to use it at regular times, like the the 10 a.m., the 2 p.m., 4 p.m., some kind of structure in it and same with my meetings if I have no calls um, always enough time between calls and meetings so I can check on the news mails and give my feedback that I got basically on on the meetings and calls I have and during the day I also have to write feedback on certain topics prepare the board meetings investigate MA targets etc etc So as you can see, if I wouldn't have any structure, then it's simply impossible to be a game consultant. So lots of people 
uh, actually do think, yeah, game consultant. is someone that actually goes from one client to another. Um, and he's getting a monthly fee. Yeah, I do see that in the industry. Am I different? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Some of my clients I really do advise for more than 10 years. Others, um, I actually, uh, I advise them based on, on, on respect, freely, um, since I really believe in karma. It depends on the case, the person, the type of company. Um, and that's what I'm saying. I will have a look at your company. Where are you with the funding? Where are you, uh, for example, uh, with your team? Do you have a proper management team? Um, it, it, it all depends on, on, on the setting of the company. What I don't do as a game consultant also is very important to know. I don't raise funding under one and a half, two million. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to make introductions to investors. I'm more than happy to advise a bit on strategy. But you're going to need all, all the euros slash dollars that you're raising. And with that, the early stage investors, they need to know and get to know the management, the founders, the people that are going to do it. And so therefore, I always say founders need to raise themselves. This looks better towards investors. I can't make that difference. Founders can. And how the hell? That's what I always say. Would I know if something uh, would become a success? And if I would do for 110% guess, guess what? Would I actually record this audio right now? <laughs> um, when your game studio or game-related service company is ready for a Series A, then I can make a difference. We can do a SWOT analysis, storytelling strategy, forecast, defining board members, targeting investors. Then I'm really worth the money. So I say. I don't get operationally involved. That's actually why you have your human capital. Human capital, I do mean employees. What am I doing? Is checking if the process in your company is working well. Or better said, if the processes in your company are working well. Because it's more than once that we talk about different kind of departments, different kind of people, uh, various. Um, I will also talk to your employees. I will listen. How are they telling me basically the same as what the management or the founders or shareholders uh, are claiming that they are doing? Also, besides integrating certain strategies, like corporate strategies, it is my task to make sure that employees do understand the strategy that management wants and also embrace it. I would say, in fact, as a game consultant, it's... It's someone that, in my case for sure, you can always call anytime about anything, even private related. Running a company is finding a good balance, I think, between work and private and making sure you both are getting, uh, or both get, do get checkups. You know, from time to time, you need to check if everything is still working accordingly. Talking out loud can help. That's what I, I see. When I have conversations with even investors, but also founders, um, it takes sometimes some some questions. I will ask them honestly, bluntly. Um, but from my side, to take on um, uh, 
that responsibility in making sure that you get to see certain ways of how to improve the balance between work and private or um, make decisions that are needed in order to keep on going. That's also part of what a game consultant is doing. Um, I've come to learn that actually you can't create success on your own. And you also um, can't only create success. In fact, failures, it's been said more often, from failures you can learn. But do bear in mind, when, when you have your failures, you need loving people around you. Family, friends, etc. And so I'm very much focused on the total package of my clients, meaning... It is my task as a game consultant um, that I basically say what does matter, I would say. And I need to be honest. And sometimes when people are completely stressed, I basically um, say, go home, have sex, I will talk tomorrow. In any case, ending on a serious note, I'm not a networker. I do meet people and I take serious uh, interest in, in, in each of everyone I do meet. Um, the diversity of people I work with uh, do make that I can put people in contact in different kind of stages and phases. And that makes, um, and that makes it fun. I, and and, and, and when, it talks, when it takes some tuning, um, some brainstorming, um, visionizing, they can always call me. Me, the game consultant. So, this was a first timer for me doing a podcast under the name Game Consultant. I will do more. I will try also to involve other people. Talk about things that happen in gaming. Talk about things that happened to me in the past. I will try to say something about how I envision the future. But most over, I hope that you enjoy, but also do give me some ideas what I can do better, what you would like to hear, ask me questions, I'll try to answer. In any case, thank you very much for listening. And um, this is recorded on Friday, January the 17th at uh, 7.15 p.m. Have a nice weekend.